Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hey, good morning, guys. It's Jen here with P40 Ministries Podcast. Now, I wanted to ask you guys, I forgot to ask this yesterday, but did you happen to see that Christmas star that was supposed to be on Monday night? I didn't get a chance to see it, unfortunately, because where I live, it was super overcast. But I know that it was supposed to be a really cool event, and I haven't looked at any pictures of it or anything, but let me know if you saw it. Go to my Facebook page and send me a message and tell me if you got a chance to see that cool Christmas star or not. So go to facebook.com slash p40ministries and get in touch with me that way. Let me know if you saw it. I really like stars. I don't know if you guys know that, but I absolutely love looking at stars. Actually, where I live is one of the darkest places in my state. So I am just so excited about that because when it's a nice clear day, I can go out and look at the stars and see a ton of stuff. And it's so cool. So I was quite disappointed that I missed the Christmas star, but that's okay. That's what happens sometimes. So today we are in Genesis chapter 25. We will be reading verses 19 through 26. This is going to be the story of Jacob and Esau. So we are kind of moving past Isaac and Rebekah's stories already and moving towards their children. I'm going to be reading out of the Living Bible Translation today, so the TLB. I really like that version all of a sudden. It's very simplistic and very easy to understand, but whatever version you have is absolutely fine, and you can read out of that version. Now grab your cup of coffee, and let's go ahead and start reading. This is the story of Isaac's children. Isaac was 40 years old when he married Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel the Aramean, from Padam Aram. Rebekah was the sister of Laban. Isaac pleaded with Jehovah to give Rebekah a child, for even after many years of marriage, she still had no children. Then at last, she became pregnant, and it seemed as though the children were fighting each other inside of her. I can't endure this, she exclaimed. So she asked the Lord about it, and he told her, The sons in your womb shall become two rival nations. One will be stronger than the other, and the older shall be a servant of the younger. And sure enough, she had twins. The first was born so covered with reddish hair that one would think he was wearing a fur coat. So they called him Esau. Then the other twin was born with his hand on Esau's heel. So they called him Jacob, meaning grabber. Isaac was 60 years old when the twins were born. I find it interesting that Rebecca and Isaac's story is kind of already done with. There's not a whole lot in the Bible about them. I think they kind of lived more quiet lives than Abraham and Sarah did. There wasn't a whole lot to their story. It says very clearly that Isaac loved Rebecca and that they had a pretty decent marriage. So there isn't a lot of family drama that happens within their marriage, but there is some drama that happens with their kids, actually quite a bit of drama. In verse 19, it starts out by saying this is the story of Isaac's children. So there is a story that is about to happen. 
and Isaac was 40 years old when he married Rebecca, but Rebecca wasn't able to have children. So she went many, many years without a baby. Isaac and Rebecca start praying to the Lord so that she might be able to have a baby and he listens to them. So he wanted them to come to him with this problem rather than trying to figure it out on their own. And that's exactly what they did. It says they entreated the Lord about this issue. And I think God blessed them for that. You know, he always wants us to come to him first. And that's what Isaac and Rebecca did. So God listens to them and he blesses Rebecca with a baby, or at least she thought a baby, but it turned out to be two babies. It says that the children were fighting inside of her. And she was probably really sick of it because she says, I cannot endure this. So she was probably not just sick of feeling that constantly, but she was probably tired. She was probably restless. She was probably feeling legitimately sick. I can't imagine having two humans inside of me struggling with each other and fighting each other constantly. I wouldn't be able to endure that either. And I have not had a baby. (laughs) And I know I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to endure that. So she was probably feeling really sick. And, you know, there is a Jewish legend, and this is just a legend, but I I thought I should share it today. So there is a Jewish legend that the two babies inside of her were actually trying to kill each other inside of the womb. If that were the case, although that is a legend, but if that were the case, I can't even imagine how Rebecca was feeling. This was probably terrible for her. So she asks the Lord about it. It says in verse 22, And he says to her, so he answers her and he tells her that she's going to have twins that fight with each other and are rivals. You know, I don't know how common twins were in this day and age, probably about as common as they are now, but she might not have known that she had twins inside of her, or maybe she did, but she asks the Lord why this is happening. And, you know, this was the first time she was pregnant So this was probably really, really scary for her. And, you know, rather than losing faith about this issue or getting angry at God or doing something else, she goes to him. And I find that really respectable of Rebecca. How many times when we have an issue, do we rather just try to figure it out ourselves or get angry at somebody or get angry at God How many times do we just say, God, why is this happening? Or could you help me with this issue? You know, we can take what Rebecca does here in the Old Testament, and we can bring that forward into today, into our own lives, use what she did as an example for how we should live nowadays. She was probably in pain. She was probably struggling and suffering with everything that she was going through with the two babies, but she takes it to the Lord. She had enough faith to go to the Lord and ask him directly. And because of her faith, God answers her. And he says directly to her that you are going to have two babies and they are going to struggle with each other their entire lives. And the eldest will be a slave to the younger is what God says. And she hears this directly from God. You know, she hears God say this to her. And I think that's also why, uh, not giving too many spoilers away, but uh, Rebecca ends up loving the younger baby rather than the older baby. But um, that's a story for a different day. But later on, it says in verse 24, 
And sure enough, she had twins. So she believed what God said to her, and she does indeed have twins. And the firstborn was so covered with all of this reddish hair. So he was a redhead, and he was covered with all this crazy hair. It says so much that he looked like he was wearing a fur coat. So he was a really unique looking baby. And they ended up calling him Esau because he was so covered in hair. And Esau is the Hebrew word or the, it sounds like the Hebrew word for hair. So they called him Harry. (laughs) And the other twin was born with his hand on Esau's heel. So he came out grabbing Esau's heel. And you know, this is just showing more of the struggle that was within Rebecca's womb, that the babies were fighting with each other. And Jacob is grabbing Esau's heel when he comes out. So they called the second baby Jacob, and that means heel grabber. So when you called somebody a heel grabber or a heel catcher, it was not a pleasant name to call somebody. It was almost like you were calling them shady or a trickster, or con artist, scoundrel, rascal, whatever else you might think of. So the term Jacob was not actually a pleasant term, but they end up naming their baby Jacob because he was catching the heel of his brother, and that meant that Jacob was a trickster. And we do find out later on that these names are actually just much more than names. They turn out to be pretty prophetic of the two brothers. Now to finish this off, it says that Isaac was 60 years old when the twins were born. So Isaac and Rebecca had already been married for 20 years before she was able to have children. So you do know that this is a long period of time that Isaac and Rebecca are going without children. And this is something I should mention, you know, we always think that God's people that he blesses are going to just have an easy life. But they rarely do, if ever. They never have an easy life, even the ones that God blesses. You know, Abraham and Sarah, they did not have easy lives at all. I mean, Abraham was filled with fear constantly. And, you know, Sarah was unable to have children. And and I'm sure she didn't care for that. I I think that was something that she struggled with for a really long time. God made Abraham go through trials and different things like that. Same thing that happens with Isaac and Rebecca. They're blessed by God, definitely, but they are not going to have an easy, smooth life. And God doesn't do that because, firstly, he wants us to learn from our mistakes. Secondly, trials grow us. I know that from experience. And thirdly, it's kind of our own fault. <laughs> like when, when Adam took of that, that tree in Genesis at the very beginning and ate of that fruit, sin entered into the world and life no longer became perfect. So God does not counteract that and allow us to live perfect lives. And he never will. So when we think that, you know, when terrible things happen to us or something isn't going exactly our way, we aren't blessed by God or he doesn't care about us. That's not the case at all. It's very possible that God is using those trials to grow us closer to him which is what he was doing with Rebecca and Isaac here. They did grow closer to him because they, they came to him with these questions and these problems that they had. And he blessed them for that. 
And that is what we should be doing also. God does not give us perfect lives. We do have to go through some struggles, but just because we do, it doesn't mean God loves us any less. So this was Genesis chapter 25. We will finish out this chapter with Jacob and Esau, actually on Monday, because on Friday I'm going to be doing a special Christmas podcast episode at midnight. So definitely join me for that. I have an event for that on Facebook so that all of you guys remember to tune in at midnight. It is going to be a really special Christmas event and I will be talking out of Isaiah chapter 9. So join me for that. You can go on Facebook and check that event out so you get a reminder for it. That is facebook.com slash p40 ministries and make sure to take a look at that and get a reminder for it when it starts to happen. So that's going to be midnight on Christmas Day. And it will be like a candlelit podcast episode is what I'm going to call it. Kind of like those candlelit services on um, on Christmas that they have at the church. It's going to be a candlelit podcast episode. So light your candles and light your tree and listen to an inspiring message about Christmas at midnight on Christmas morning or Christmas Day, however you want to put it. But until then, thank you so much for tuning in this morning. Join me again tomorrow at 6 a.m. for another message out of Matthew. Merry Christmas, happy listening, and God bless.